Motherfuckers crank it. You've got Jiggy Jaguar. Podcasting from www.jiggyjaguar.com. Wow, oh wow. It has been quite the day today. Ah, uh, we've got, we've got guests whose cell phones give out in the middle of interviews, <laughs> so they have to call us back. <laughs> we have all sorts of strange things happening. However, welcome back to the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast on iHeartRadio today, KFRK in Denver, 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Go to our website, JiggyJaguar.com, for more. And we have got a great guest coming up here in just a few seconds. The amazing and always snappy dresser, Olympia LaPointe. She is going to join us here on our broadcast. She is the fabulous rocket scientist, and uh, she joins us here on our big broadcast. And right before we get into this, Olympia, um, I have got to congratulate you. You were on the Tavis Smiley uh, radio broadcast uh, a couple weeks ago. I am a huge Tavis Smiley mark, so uh, that was fantastic when I saw that you were going to be his first guest. Uh, talk to us about the Tavis Smiley experience. Oh, thank you so much. <clears throat> it is always an honor to be on your show and to share more information about my latest uh, endeavors, and I am talking about now my third book that's out. Yeah. Answers Unleashed to the Science of Attracting What You Want. I was recently on Tavis Smiley's show, and I was talking about my personal story on how I had to make decisions to become a rocket scientist, given my background. Now, if you don't know much about my background, I... I grew up in poverty and had to overcome a lot of tough situations, and in doing so, I had to make key decisions. These decisions later helped me become an award-winning rocket scientist who helped launch 28 NASA missions into space. And when I was on Tyler Smiley's show, he was asking me about some of, some of, some of the questions in which some people have always had on their minds and they didn't know how to ask it or or what the story was about. Like, for example, one of the questions that uh, he asked me about was about my mom. Like, well, where's your mom today? And I said, oh, my mom is here. She's actually staying with me during the pandemic, and she's always been a part of my entire life, and she was one of the main people in my life that helped me understand the importance of an education. And then one of the questions that he also asked on the show was, uh, well, how how did I end up, how, how did I handle the world of rocket science? Was it easy? And I explained to him, no, it wasn't. I experienced a lot of tough, challenging situations. And I, if you have a chance, go to answersunleashed.com slash science news, where you can actually see all of my um, most recent media interviews, as well as listen to the tab with Smiley radio interview. And in there, I talk about, in the, in the interview, I talk about it was challenging because I had to find ways to be able to overcome limited thinking and find ways to promote diversity in thinking with, with people. And it was a very tough situation. If you, if you want to hear that story, go to my site, click on the link, answersandleast.com slash science news, where you'll hear the story that I share on his show. I'm not going to spoil it for the listeners. I want you to go to the site and listen to it. Uh, but it was an amazing experience because I got a chance to answer some of the questions in which some people are uh, wanting to understand. And plus, 
I got a chance to talk about uh, the background of my latest book, Answers Unleashed 2, The Science of Attracting What You Want. And in it are six decisions that help you change your life. And so that's what I am promoting on the media. Uh, that is what I am doing in virtual keynote talks with organizations and universities across the United States and uh, internationally. And I'm excited to share that about uh, share the news about that with you today. So Olympia LaPointe is with us. She is fantastic. We love Olympia LaPointe. Check out OlympiaLapointe.com. For more information, she is a uh, TEDx speaker. She's been all over the place. She's been on uh, the Tavis Smiley program fairly recently, Thrive Global, a lot of different places. So your latest book, uh, this is an incredible piece of business. Tell me a little bit about why you decided to write this latest book. Oh, wow. (laughs) My latest book is one of my best books ever. Each one of my books has a major um, problem that it solves and it provides a solution. My first book, Mathophobia, helps people overcome their fear of math so they go into the science fields and graduate from universities. My second book, Answers and Leaves the Science of of Unleash Your Brain's Power helps people deal with past situations so they can find innovation in their challenging moments. And this latest book, Andrews Unleash 2, The Science of Attracting What You Want, helps you make decisions. And the way that I ended up writing this book is because I went through a really tough uh, challenge. I went through a really tough surgery, and I had to start really understanding that I had to see the future in front of me and I had to grab it. Now, we each have different futures in front of us, but we also have the ability to pick the one we want to go to. Like, for example, if I look at myself as a youth, I could have gone uh, into into, uh, being a high school dropout. I could have gone into the gangs or I could have got into what I really enjoyed, which is rocket science. And so I chose that third option, and I chose that future for myself. We each have different futures for ourselves, but we don't necessarily realize that we can actually go to a particular future that we want if we make six decisions. And for me, when I was decided to write this book, it was because I was going through a really tough health challenge. I had to go through a very tough surgery. And I was like, what do I want at the end of this? What do I want? And, and the truth is I wanted to be healthy, and which I am, 100% healthy. I wanted to be well. And I started thinking, what are these decisions that I have to make in order to get to that point? And when I started investigating the decisions, the first decision uh, through all ways to the sixth decision, I realized that that was the same process that I was making when I was younger, to become a rocket scientist. And what I was essentially doing is making the six decisions again so I could continue to move on my path of going towards the future that I wanted. Fantastic. Fantastic. Olympia LaPointe with us today. Check out OlympiaLapointe.com. She has got this incredible, incredible new book. Of course, she has previously scored success with the bestseller, Mathophobia. Her latest book, Answers Unleashed, The Science of Unleashing Your Brain's Power. Uh, she joins today here in a broadcast. So you're getting a lot of great feedback on this book. There's, there's a lot of folks that uh, they're, they're picking the book up. They're, they're, you know, 
You're you you are one of the few authors that get stopped in public and people talk to you about your books. Uh, <laughs> Thank it, you. It is it is it is amazing. T- t- tell us about the feedback you've gotten on this book so far. It is surreal to be a celebrity author. I mean, that sounds strange, but it is strange to me because all I'm doing is just writing down my experiences and then sharing what I learned. And I had no idea millions of people would really, really tune in to to hear it. And, uh, like, for example, I was recently just on CBS News talking about the, the Bezos, uh, the... Uh, uh, Richard Branson, yep, uh, yep. Elon Musk, commercial space race, and and then I was on on Cheddar News uh, talking about my book and how aspects of understanding of how we can use innovation to find the future that we want and use our decision making to actually move towards the future that we want. I was on Cheddar News with that, Tavis Smiley, uh, uh, and ABC News. Uh, NBC News, both on NBC Peacock and NBC in uh, Miami. It was uh, wow. amazing. Uh, in, in, in each one of these situations, there's millions of people that tune in. Like, for example, the CBS uh, experience, that drew in 2.3 million people. And it was, and it was actually nuts. just amazing. And for, I value education. I value science, and I love science. I absolutely love science. And the ability that I have to share science, technology, engineering, and mathematics with the world in such a clear, profound way is my gift. Yes. And I love sharing education with people, whether it be in a classroom, which I did as a math professor for 14 years, and now I'm doing it on TV, and now I'm doing it on air, and now I'm doing it in books, and now I'm doing it in live shows. And the more opportunities that I have to be invited to organizations to speak and do virtual lectures, the more opportunities I have to be able to get on TV and share information about space races or the science or climate change or the different innovation with artificial technology and, and artificial intelligence, the more opportunities I have to write books and, and to distribute those books at universities and colleges and within uh, conferences and technical forums, the more I feel that I am giving science, technology, engineering, and mathematics its proper place on this earth, which is a tool for people to find and build the future that they want. And that's what I talk about through making these six key decisions. The first decision is understanding uh, it's just understanding that you're here on this world for a reason, and that's the faith decision. The second decision is dealing with your identity. Who do you choose to be in one of these most challenging times? The third decision is based on your intent. How will you change environments uh, instead of it impacting you? And the fourth decision is your learning. How do you learn in situations and throw out the fake news and choose the truth so you can effectively build your future? And the fifth decision is dealing with your resources. How do you take the little bit that you have and multiply it in such a way, such a profound way that you actually create more for yourself and other people? And the sixth last decision is based on love, love and time. How do you love yourself through your experiences and how do you love other people as you go through your challenges. When you can effectively answer those six decisions on a daily basis, something powerful happens. Your decisions literally attract 
opportunities to you. And I share this in my book through not only stories, but also mathematics. I develop and build a new mathematics. It's like a quantum deciding mathematics that proves that when we make these decisions, we actually attract opportunities. And I'm so proud of this work. Um, I love this work. Uh, I would be honored if this work would receive some Nobel Prize down the line because my true desire is helping people understand the power that they have, which is making a, a key decision, making a wise decision, and allowing their free will to be as powerful as it is. It is Olympia LaPointe. She joins us today here on our broadcast, the rocket scientist, author, TEDx speaker. She's a TV journalist. She has been all over the place uh, fairly recently with her latest book. So how hard is it to write some of these books, uh, or, or is this not that hard because it's been such a process? You, you've been able to put out other great books in the past. Well, that's a great question. Uh, it, uh, giving a, uh, it, writing a book is like giving birth. <laughs> it, 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 if you ask any woman, it's work. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I I love it. This is probably no, not, it's not probably. I will be. Writing books for my entire lifetime, and that's why I decided to write the Answers Unleashed book series. Uh, it is each book is sharing these different aspects about how we how we find answers in life, and how we make these decisions, and what we need to know in order to do it. And for me, I always always love mapping it back to science. That's my that's my gift. I understand science, and I love explaining science through stories, easy-to-understand stories, and so everyone gets it. So uh, I'm honored. And writing a book is not the not uh, something that you do. It's not something that is as easy as you think, and it requires a lot of uh, concept and thinking. And I, I must give a shout-out to, uh, I, I give a shout-out to Erwin Zucker, Erwin yes. Zucker, if you're listening, thank you. Erwin uh, Zucker actually taught me how to write my first book. Wow! And I, I, really? When I first, yeah, when I first wrote my book, it was Mathophobia. I had just a concept, but I didn't know anything about the book publishing process because I had my own company with book publishing. And I didn't know the book publishing process. I didn't know about the ISBN. I didn't know about the proper editing techniques. <laughs> I didn't know about uh, the outline. And I didn't know that typically uh, you have to be backed by a traditional publishing company if you got on large yes. uh, TV shows. And I had to find a way to be able to position myself in a professional way so people could understand the quality of work that I would bring and marketed in such a way that it would be accepted and promoted on major TV channels. And I had to find clever ways to be able to do that in effective, honest ways to be able to share information with people. And uh, I was very thankful because Erwin Zucker and the book publicist of Southern California, the organization helped me understand the book publication process and it's a business within itself but i am in the business of sharing education and knowledge and that's what i wholeheartedly do and i am honored to do that on tv on radio uh, on stages 
virtually and in books. Fantastic. It is a great guest with us today. Olympia LaPointe joins us here on our broadcast. And Olympia, before we let you go, how do people get in touch with you on social media, websites, everything, my friend? Do you know, great. Do you know what? I, I'm so excited. I just completed my latest updated website. Uh, there's two websites I'm going to forward you to because you can go to my social media after you go to these websites because they're laid out. Go to olympialapointe.com, O-L-Y-M-P-I-A. L-E, capital P-O-I-N-T, dot com, olympialapoint.com, and go to my answersunleashed.com website, and if you want to check out all the most recent not, TV news that I've been on, go to answersunleashed.com slash science slash science news, and you're going to see all the different shows from the NBC, CBS, Cheddar, uh, Tavis Smiley, ABC, you name it, you're going to see it. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, you are amazing, my friend. Thank you. So are you. Thank you. I always, always enjoy chatting with you, and I definitely want to do this again. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. You too. It's been an honor to be on your show, as always. Thank you. Appreciate it, Olympia. There she goes. That is... Olympia LaPointe, and we are going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we've got more coming up. It is your big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border. Back in a few. Getting the most out of your Medicare plan? Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake Guitar Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Okay. We're going to try this again. They're going to call us back. And we will see if we can get Ted in here. And uh, we will see what happens. Get a hold of us online at JiggyJaguar.com. Coast to coast to Boulder to Boulder on iHeartRadio today. Also, AMFM247.com. Tune in. iTunes. And... uh, We are going to hopefully be joined by our guest here in just a few moments, but uh, I'm not sure what the heck is going on here. They called us, and of course, I said hello. They did not say hello, so we'll try this again. We will try this again. Can you hear us now at all? 
Yes. Hi, Jay. Perfect. Perfect. How I are have, you, my friend? I'm great. I have Ted Oakley on the line for you. Okay. Let me grab him one second. Yes. Oh, Ted? Hello? Ted, how are you, my friend? Hello. Okay, James, thank you. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Ted Oakley is with us. Oxbow Advisors, and he is with us today talking about economic reports and back to school and all sorts of different things. Ted Oakley is the founder of Oxbow Advisors. He is the co-founder of its predecessor firm, HPO Advisors. With more than 40 years of experience in advising high net worth clients in the investment industry, Oakley implements the firm's propriety investment strategies and the Oxbow principles to provide unique investment perspective. And he joins us today here on our big broadcast. Ted, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, James. Thank you. So talk to us a little bit about uh, what you guys do over there. And how this impacts back to school, some of the other things going on out there in the world around us. Well, what we do at Oxbow, uh, you know, what we've done the most for the last 35 years really is we work uh, with people that sold companies really all over the country, probably almost 30 states. Uh, We do manage money for for other people that have uh, had significant wealth come to them uh, in other ways. Um, such as inheritance and other things, but but that's where that has been a big market for us over the years, and so we work a lot with the business community, pretty well understand where they're coming from, and uh, most of our strategies are built around that, and uh, we think the business owner, when they have a significant liquidity effect, it's a little different for them than it is um, someone that uh, inherits wealth and that sort of thing. So that's sort of what that's generally just a quick overview, James, of what we do. Um, as far as we don't do anything differently, I don't think we, if you look at our Oxbow principles, we have a real big on people separating their money between, uh, what we call base capital and investment capital. We always feel like there's a piece of your capital should be base capital where you don't basically interact with that money to get it into the, the, uh, the risk area because, yes. uh, most people where the areas where they make, is that market lows, they they don't have any uh, what I call safety valve, any safety money, and so they make uh, some pretty poor decisions at that phase. And we found that over the years, they if you can separate the two, you know, you'll be better off. So hopefully that gives you an idea about what we do. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. Ted Oakley joins us here in our broadcast. He is tremendous. He's uh, He's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's uh, Oxbow Advisors, and they've been advising the financial planning and investments of small to medium-sized business owners for more than four decades. And he joins us today here on the telephone talking a little bit about some of the different issues of the day. So the week of August 23rd will start to bring the first of economic reports when school is returning in many places. What do you expect to learn from some of these reports, and, and what should people who, uh, who, who are viewing these be on the lookout for? Well, I think for sure, James, what we're seeing is that with school coming back, all of a sudden people have settled down. We're noticing uh, that they're not, they're not going to restaurants as much as they were three months ago. They're not flying as much as they were. They're not going out and spending money as much as they were. 
And so I, it's probably a combination of the money running out in September because it stops, uh, and also the fact that um, that there's you know been an upsurge in COVID. I think that's affected people to a degree. So more than likely, those numbers are going to come in a little softer as we go forward. I certainly I think they will. Uh, that's what we're seeing at least in the in the work that we do. We have got Ted Oakley with us today. He joins us live here on our big program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio today. You can also find us at amfm247.com and 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. So what are we beginning to see with the uh, reflation trade? It, it's not quite as strong as it was three months ago in addition to housing and mortgage info. This seems to be leading people to believe that there's a process of peak housing reports. Kind of give us some more details on this. And and one of the things that you do well is you make the complex understandable. Give us some details here, Ted. Well, as as regards to uh, inflation, James, I I think you have to to separate it into uh, what's inflating and what's not. Food generally is still inflating in, in, in general, and that's a big, obviously, food and energy and, and shelter are the three biggies for most people, and, and that's still that's still inflating. The other thing that's happening is, and this will have an impact with the Supreme Court ruling where they did, they did, they, they held up the rule that, they, you know, that you're going to have to pay your rent here starting uh, this next month, and so there wouldn't be any more forgiveness. That's going to be a big deal because we're seeing rent releases, new leases on rentals, are up probably 15% or more uh, on all apartments and those sorts of things. That's a big number for people. Uh, that really fades into this inflation side. And then, obviously, energy stayed up. I mean, we were 60, almost $69 a barrel today for oil. Gasoline's higher. Now, the things probably want to play is you know, you'll you know you'll get more used cars you'll get more cars. that stuff will work itself out over time but it's yet to be seen whether the part that we call the sticky part that won't go away stays with us which would be really the food side the energy side and, and probably the rent side because rent has just now come back into the cpi the consumer price index because it's a six-month average and have been there's nothing to average in because you know you didn't have to pay the rent if you did if you couldn't. Um, yeah. So the real spot here for people to look at probably is October November, and if if inflation is still with us through those November numbers, it's a four percent plus. That'll have an impact on things then because people will be thinking, well, I thought it was just going to be short term, transitory as they call it. But it's not, and so then all of a sudden you have to re, you have to re, you have to re, redo your game plan. That's where we think we'll get to. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, coast to coast, border to border, on iHeartRadio today. You can also download our app at jiggyjgyr dot com. And the stock market continues to make higher highs. It does so with fewer. Fewer names. The war of words by both sides on inflation or no inflation continue. You say in your latest book, Your Money Mentality, which is now available, 
that it's the time to really know your own personal risk profile. Tell us a little bit about this, and then I want to talk about the book. Well, um, I think, James, that uh, what I find people doing when you've had long periods of either really poor market or really great market is they, they, tend, they tend to forget um, about what, what they're doing, which is to, over time, make a return that and not put your capital full at risk all the time. And so, but what happens uh, when you get to this stage where things have been really good for a long time is uh, we find people that really actually are very conservative uh, sort of in their bias, but all of a sudden they've been pressed into being much more aggressive. And that's fine for a while because they feel good about everything. But then when you go back into a, a market correction, all of a sudden, they have to look up and say, "You know, that was really—that's really not me. That's not—that's not who I am." And we find that people during certain periods forget, sort of forget who they are. And we always we ask a number of questions in the book to find out who you are. And of course, the main question we ask is, you know, what's what's your true choking point? Because no matter how much money you have, there's a point. To where of loss, to where you say, you know what, no more. Now, if you know what that number is, then you can sort of guard around it and get to back to what I talked about, which was the base capital, investment capital. Um, but if you if you haven't thought about it, and you go into some sort of black swan event, or the market's really coming 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 in or coming down a lot, then you have to be in a position to where Nope, we lost him. <laughs> we'll get him back. We'll get him back. And uh, let's see what happens here. I think it's because the Internet is slowly but surely causing all sorts of fun. It's all sorts of fun today with the old, the old internets. But they'll give us a call back here in just a few seconds, and we'll get him back on the line here. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us online, you can do so at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast live video on our website. Of course, you can join us live each and every day, 2 Central, 3 Eastern. 12 Pacific, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard, and of course, 24-7, yes, indeed, at JiggyJaguar.com. Or on the TuneIn app. On-demand podcasts are available via iHeartRadio, and live videos are available on our website. Or you can get us through Twitch, Periscope, Facebook, selected editions on AMFM247.com. 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network, including KFRK in Denver. Live videos, of course, updated each and every day, cross-posted from Rumble and BitChute and YouTube and all these various places. Broadcasting on the Roku via the AM-FM 24-7 network each and every week. And, of course, the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is live. Coast to coast, border to border, kids. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm not sure what happened. There we are. There we are. Okay.
I think. Okay, let me let me. I'm sorry. Let me call uh, Ted back. I wasn't sure if you guys were done or not. Not a problem. Not a problem. All right. Per- perfect. Thank you. One moment. <laughs> not a problem. So we'll get Ted back on the line here, and uh, we'll wrap things up. We'll talk about the book. I wanted to talk about the book. That's why he's here. He's here to sell books, kids. So we'll see what happens here. We'll get him back on the line. And uh, like I said, you can download our web. You can download everything off our website. You can follow up. And I believe we might have. I heard a click, so maybe Ted will be back with us here in just a few seconds. Maybe, hopefully, we'll see what happens here. But uh, go to our website, jiggyjaguar.com. Also download our podcast each and every day. We also have live video. We have video, audio, everything. Hello? Uh, I think we've got Ted. Ted, can you hear us? <laughs> I can, James. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No problem. It is, it is technology, as I always like to tell everybody. Why don't we just go back to the typewriter? Um, (laughs) so Ted, we were talking about your book, your money mentality. Uh, I wanted to get a little bit of details on this book. Why, why did you decide to write this book? Well, we thought James, it was a good time. You know, we've written um, nine or 10 books and one, this book, uh, I I wrote because I think we're in a stage right now of where uh, we've had a good markets for so long without what I call an extended bear market for the last 12 years. And so I think people uh, are sort of living in a dream world to an extent in that without the Federal Reserve's artificial stimulus the last four or five years, none of this would have worked this way. In other words, you would have gone into a normal cycle of economics, markets would go down. and so I think people have forgotten what that's like. And so we're, we have a number of people out there we find that are, as an example, they're 80 years old or their, their mentality doesn't lead them to own as much stock as they actually own. And so when the time comes, when market's correct, uh, we think they're not in a position where they really should be in terms of what they are, what they are from the inside. And they're, yep. they get caught up listening to, you know, everybody on the outside. And so what we were trying to do was get people to stop a little bit and say, hey, who, who am I? What, what do I really want out of investing and find out of, do I lean toward this or do I lean toward that? And if, if I do, how can I stay on that path without having outside forces a la, you know, media, TV, people at cocktail parties, uh, influence me in a way that I may not necessarily always go. And we think there's a lot of that out there right now. We think we see a lot of older people that probably are taking too much risk right now. And we we find that people have forgotten. And the the last chapter of this book, the last two chapters, if you want nothing else, you ought to read those, are about... Uh, influences from the outside, and the last chapter is about what we call your choking point, which is the point of which you're saying, you know what, I can't, I can't take that anymore. I'm not. I'm, I mean, they, and people make the emotional move of selling out at the very worst time, was at the bottom of the market. Whereas if their assets were structured correctly, where they did have what we call some really safe base capital, they wouldn't be doing that. They'd be okay. They could, they could go through those times. 
And that's usually what we find in this period of time. People don't have any balance right now. They're really skewed one way. We'll see if that's the way it goes, but we, we think that people ought to at least stop and think about it. We've got Ted Oakley with us today. His latest book, Your Money Mentality, is available right now. It is a fantastic read, and uh, Ted joins us today here on the telephone. And as we wrap up here with you, my friend, how do we get your book and uh, get involved with what you're doing online? Well, you can you can certainly uh, come to our website, which is oxbowadvisors.com, and uh, everything will be offered there. Um, actually, that book is available at no cost to you. You may have to uh, send us an email to that address because we don't have a, the formal coming out until, I think, next week, James, or the week after. But, however, if you just send in a request to that that site, there's a place in there you can put in a request, you'll, we'll, we'll send a copy of the book to you. Uh, and, and all of our books are the same. I mean, they're designed to read on a three-hour flight. Uh, That's awesome. We, we, That's fantastic. We find people don't read. They don't read really long books they'll get through parts of it but so when we write we try to write so people can get what we think they ought to get out of the book in that period of time that they're going to read it so we we sort of design all of them to be read on a three-hour flight and that's uh that's just something we've done over the years so it works pretty well fantastic fantastic well ted i know you're a busy guy i know that uh Taking as much time as you took today it's 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 a monster effort but thank you for doing this you have been fantastic. Thanks thanks for being on the broadcast today, my friend. Thanks for having me, James, for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. There he goes. That is Ted Oakley. And when we come back, we've got Olympia LaPointe coming up. More on the way. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar Show on the network. Yes, indeed, it is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio broadcast. We are live coast-to-coast, border-to-border on iHeartRadio today, amfm247.com. Tune in iTunes. Of course, you can find us each and every day over there at JiggyJaguar.com. Lots of things happening. Lots of things happening. I feel like it's Christmas, my friends, but we won't get into that here. We'll do that in the next, the next hour. Oh, happy day. And uh, thanks for joining us today here on our big program. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> It shut it off quick enough. We are going to go to our uh, next guest who is going to join us here in our broadcast. He is of coast, coast to coast, Ebola, Ebola. I got to dial him on the horn. I got to dial him on the horn, as they say. And we will see. There is Art. Art, how are you, my friend? It's James Lowe calling you for your radio interview. Yeah, I, if I were if I were doing any better, there'd have to be two of me. 
That's awesome. That's fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio today and also AMFM247.com. Arthur Koch is with us. He's a management consultant. And uh, I wanted to get him on today because he has written an interesting article over on Expert Click. And uh, it is about inflation. Is it transitory or a longer-term challenge? And uh, Arthur, welcome to the broadcast. Give us some insight and some details on why you wrote this article. Uh, well, we took a look at, you know, is what's happening in inflation today, is it something that's going to be short-term, medium-term, or long-term? And myself and one of my colleagues' instinct is that it's more short to medium term because we feel it's driven by an imbalance in supply and demand due to the COVID pandemic. Okay. Okay. Expand on this a little bit more for us. Well, if you think about before COVID hit, uh, our supply chains were very predictable and all of the goods around the world were flowing very well. Uh, And think about, you know, a good example, I'll tell you a good example of supply chains was when you look at what happened with food. When we hit the pandemic, all of a sudden you heard about, well, the grocery stores were running short of stuff, but the restaurants were overflowing with products. Think about those as two different swim lanes within supply chain. So what happened was all of a sudden everybody was at home and they needed food for home and they quit going to restaurants. So the swim lane for food going into uh, grocery stores dried up, whereas the swim lane for food products going into restaurants and institutionals was overflowing. So that's an Im- it was a huge imbalance and we had to get that reset. They reset that very quickly. However, we're seeing the exact same imbalances due to our spending patterns changing because we're buying, uh, when we went into the pandemic, we bought new computers, we bought monitors, we bought lights where people could see us at work, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, well, I could keep talking. Do you want me to keep going? Or you you, you go ahead question? and keep going. You are the expert here, my friend. Well, and, and then what happened? Everybody looked around the house and they started remodeling. So what happened with that is there is an increase in demand. And when there's an increase in demand and the supply isn't there, prices go up. Well, we're seeing that. Uh, the other thing that we're, the other thing that's going to happen that is going to happen is things have started getting balanced out they're not all the way there but we're getting the delta variant that's ravaging you know our country and it's really ravaging emerging economies and within those emerging economies they're having to have people stay at home furlough facilities ports are being closed so the West, the United States, has 50% of its population is vaccinated. In Europe, uh, above 40% of its population is vaccinated. So we're more resilient to what's happening with the vaccine. But in these emerging economies, they're not vaccinated yet. Vietnam, 
I just read recently, only has 3% of their citizens vaccinated. And did you know 30% of our shoes come from, come from Vietnam, and I think 40% of our apparel comes from Vietnam? So if they have to have people stay at home to keep from getting really ill, what's that going to do? We're going to have a decreased supply coming in, but if we're all healthy in the United States, we're going to have an increased demand, so you're going to have that imbalance. You have hit this right on the head, my friend. <laughs> I, I, I will have to say uh, this, this is quite the conversation today. We have got Arthur Koch with us today. He's a management consultant, and he's written an incredible article that's available on expertclick.com. It's about inflation. Is it transitory or a longer-term challenge? Uh, one of the things that I find absolutely amazing about this pandemic, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of things I find amazing about the pandemic. However, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> however, the thing that I've been trying to figure out, Arthur, is the fact that if people had money and they had health care and they had all these various things, um, would my question is would would it make this inflation worse? Like, for instance, if, you know, uh, Joe Biden and, and the crew uh, decided, hey, um, we need to be like all the other uh, civilized countries in the world and give everybody a short-term uh, universal basic income so they can survive. You know, the, all, all these, all these, all these businesses are shut down. People are at home. Uh, they need money to survive. Would, would inflation be worse because these people would be going, Oh, I've got some extra cash. I'll go out and buy the new computers and the new this and the new that, and I'll remodel my home. What would, would inflation be worse because they had money what do you, you know, think about a, that? That's a, that's a good question. I have never thought of that before, um, and I haven't sat down and dug in some research on it, but I'm going to shoot from the hip. Okay. If we went to a universal, uh, what, what do they call it, universal income? Yeah, what, 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 what I, I'm, I'm not looking at, at, at changing the model. What I'm looking at is... A lot of these countries just gave a short-term, you know, three, four months. Well, we, we kind of did that in the United States because people got an extra uh, unemployment benefit, and certain states have been stopping that sooner, and that has absolutely had an effect on our economy because people have made more money by staying at home than they did what they would be going to work. Now that's being cut back, and as it cuts back, people are entering the workforce. So what has happened is short-term labor prices have went up, but I feel in the medium term that's going to balance back out as everybody comes back into the workforce. And what our government did, both Trump did it and uh, Biden, I think, extended it, you know, in much of it, it was exactly the right thing that needed to be done. However, what happens is, you know, the road to the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Uh, 
So the initial aspect of doing it was exactly spot on, but trying to unravel that is difficult because people are saying they need it. And our economy is doing what everywhere you look, everywhere from my manufacturing clients, they need people to service the service economy. You walk into any restaurant. I've been in restaurants in Florida. I'm actually in Spain right now, all right? And I've been in Boston, Detroit, Chicago, on the West Coast. Everywhere I go, they're looking for people. And they're paying people very, very well, better than they've ever been paid before. Uh, so we have a labor shortage. But at the same time, we have just the exact same number of people on unemployment looking for jobs as our labor shortage in the United States at this point in time. Now, I'm a realist. You can't fit everybody in those same positions. So you have to get the right person in the right bus seat. However, uh, once we get everybody back working, we will not have this strain that we do on labor. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Arthur Koch is with us. He's a management consultant. He has written an incredible piece over there at Expert Click. It's about inflation. Is it transitory or a longer-term challenge? And he joins us today here on our broadcast. What One of the things that I am hearing from folks is... The situation uh, you mentioned with the building supplies, there's yeah. there's a lot of people that are wanting to build. There there there's venue owners that are wanting to expand. There's you know f- folks that are wanting to put you know stuff on their house. You know build a deck, things like this, and the building materials are just out of control. Uh, do you see a a, a time where this might come down do, do you think that maybe with the winter coming and people are not outside and people are not building on things and they're they're staying in their homes because it's cold uh do, do do you do you see that slowing down and building supplies coming down in price or well a few weeks ago the lumber futures had decreased the cost because they've been rising, rising, rising. So we saw a decrease in lumber futures a few weeks ago. How long will that take to roll back into the contractors? Uh, only time will tell. But what what will happen, the contractors are busy. Uh, with my clients, personally, personally, we're trying to remodel one of our condos, and it's hard to get contractors. Uh, my clients are looking for contractors just like you're talking about with expansions to their business, fixing different things. They cannot get contractors. So as long as there's a demand for work to be done, the prices will stay higher. What will happen is it will get to a breaking point and people are going to say it's going to be a peak and they're going to say it's no longer worth me spending this much money. I'm going to wait and prices will come down. When will that happen? I personally don't think it's going to be over the next uh, 15 to 18 months. I think we're going to see that starting to drop. The caveat, the key thing that I see that's going to cause us is what happens with energy cost, cost of barrel of fuel and the cost of renewable energy. How that is going to tell what impacts long-term inflation. Okay. 
We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our big broadcast. Arthur Koch is with us today. He's a management consultant. Uh, before we let you go, my friend, how do we get in touch with you on the web, social media, uh, all that? Well, look for me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook, and I have a web page. But my web page is www.arthurkochmgt.com. And if you want to look for me on LinkedIn, just look for me, Arthur K-O-C-H, and there's not many of us there. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you you are uh, fantastic as, as far as the – as far as laying things out and, and making the complex understandable, you have done a, uh, a heck of a job today. I really appreciate the time, and uh, thanks for being on the broadcast with us today. Absolutely no problem. Let me know when you need me again, and I look forward to it. Oh, Thank definitely, you. definitely, because I, I, I definitely want to have you on again, my friend. Thanks for doing this, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Arthur. Yep, thanks. Have a good afternoon. Appreciate Bye-bye. it, my friend. There he goes. That's Arthur Koch. We are going to go to our next guest. He is going to join us a little bit. We have got a tremendous guest with us today. Dr. Huber joins us here on our big broadcast here on the Quad Pod. So, Dr. Huber, you have a just tremendous background. Um, Talk to us a little bit about the topic today, which is how to protect uh, your yourself and your family from COVID. Tell us about it, Dr. Brian Huber. Yeah, well, thank you for your time today. You know, what, what we're talking about is a topical uh, product that's an FDA-registered over-the-counter formulation, and it is applied in the nose, like on a Q-tip, okay. and swabbed the inside of the nose once a day. And what this does is it helps decrease the volume of viral infection or exposure for the individual. Okay. The, the key about any virus, but it's particularly the COVID and Delta variants, is how much virus you breathe in in a period of time. You know, and the challenge, we don't know who we're standing next to. We don't know what who we're at church with. We don't know who we're at dinner with. Um, and everybody can shed this virus very, very actively and not be sick. Okay. So it behooves us now to take another, another, just another barrier, another option in taking care of yourself and your family. And it's very easy. It's very safe. You know, one of the things we talk about in medicine is first do no harm. And there's been no reported side effects with this product in over eight years of use. But over the last, you know, two years, we, like many other uh, companies, have looked at how can we help with the COVID battle. Yes. And as a preventative measure, it just really adds to everything else we all know we have to do with the CDC guidelines. And the world is now about the variants. And everybody sees the variants, the impact on how vaccines are working, still very important. But the variants get smarter over time. You know, viruses never go backwards. They go forward. And uh, the variants are, are big or mutations are going to be a big challenge. Well, our formulation has no resist. The variants mean nothing because we don't, we don't kill them or neutralize them like a vaccine. Um, so it's a, it's a very effective and safe 
additional barrier that anyone can use. So, Dr. Brian Huber is with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So how does APTT3X ointment neutralize the viruses? Good question. So what happens is that the viruses are immediately neutralized when they contact this by we destroy the, the capsule. We basically blow the house up, you know, and, and so when they are entering the nose, which is the primary point of infection, for these viruses is the nose. That's the number one site, the number one point where the viruses get in and replicate quickly and then spread to the rest of the body. Okay. So what we're doing in one, in one statement, I could say that, uh, you know, we blow the house up. We're not, we're not looking for the immune response. We don't care about the spike proteins. When they attach to the mucosal lining, when they get in the skin of the nose, so to speak, or touch the nose where this product applied, it immediately neutralizes them so they cannot penetrate and not create uh, infection. And the thing about it is, you know, it's another barrier. It's not guaranteed that you won't get a little bit of virus, but guess what? A little bit of virus means your immune system can handle that. It's, the over, it's always the overwhelming exposure to viral particles that you just don't know you're exposed to that cause people okay. to get sick. So, yeah, it's, it's like a shark net. You know, if everybody's heard of a shark net, you put a shark net over the beach, it keeps the big sharks out, the deadly ones. Maybe a little one gets in, but, uh, you know, you deal with that. So this is just another barrier to keep the bad viruses from getting into your system and starting to, to create infection process. We have got a great guest with us today. Dr. Brian Huber is with us. He joins us live here on the telephone. So can this ointment neutralize the SARS-CoV-2? Yep. What, yep. what, what about some of these other variants out there, my friend? You bet. It's, it's highly effective against any variant. We, uh, we don't, you know, when the variants are all based about the spike proteins you hear about and okay. how they change the spike proteins so the vaccines don't create the proper immune response. Well, we don't deal with any of that. Our formulation blows it up before it has a chance to do anything. So we basically rip the virus capsid. It's not a it's like a shell around certain viruses and we just it tears apart. So immediately once it's torn apart, that virus is no more. It can do nothing. Can cause no harm. So it's a very unique way of dealing with the virus that gets into the nose, uh, minimizing the number of viral particles that have a chance to get into your body to cause infection. So variants do not matter and will not matter, but they will be hugely impactful in vaccine technologies and how we see the global vaccine's efficacy over time. You know, going to have to keep changing those, which is okay, but... Um, you know, this is just a this is a hugely important point. I think that you know masks are important. I don't disagree with anything about masks, but we also know the downside of masks and, and how you know if they're not used properly, they're not very efficient. <laughs> and people will use the same mask for weeks at a time. And you know the the little paper surgical masks are meant for maybe one to two hours, throw them away and get a new one. Not meant for three weeks or two weeks. Put them on your you know stick shift in your car and take them out when you go to the store and put them on. That's not the way they're meant to function. <laughs> and we know that the cloth masks, plenty of data, the cloth masks do not work either way. 
So, you know, it, it, this is a, a very easy and effective and safe, I want to say safe because it is, very safe step that people, you know, can make your own decision about. Now, I, want, I do want to say that all of the information and all the data in the clinical trial we did in Brazil, all of this is online. We hide nothing. So people can formulate their own thoughts if they so desire to, to see if this is right for themselves. And if I might, if I might, I'd like to provide the website where people okay. can find yes, let's the product do it, as well as all let's the data. Do it. Okay, here's the website. It's A-P-T-T-3-X. So Adam, Paul, Tom, Ted, the number three, and X is an x-ray.com. A-P-T-T-3-X.com. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Dr. Brian Huber is with us. He has a tremendous, tremendous uh, new product here. And uh, so has this ointment been able to keep frontline health providers COVID-free, my friend? Talk to us about this. Yeah. So you'll see that we have doctors and a lot of nurses, first, first responders, um, we've had people using this product for over 20 months, probably 22 months, since we actually got this into the, the hands of those individuals. We have over, probably now, over 4,000 individuals across the U.S. that are using it. Many of them, many of them are healthcare first responders, nurses in the ICUs, doctors who are seeing patients. And I will say this, that all of the vast majority of the healthcare folks that are using it even though they're vaccinated, are still using this product because of the variants. They understand what the variants will do to our, as we see, everybody sees in the news, um, how these variants are impactful. And, you know, the, the spread of the Delta variant, uh, when even vaccinated or non-vaccinated, people shed the Delta variant. We know that. So the, the challenge is keeping our kids safe right, in schools and, and in churches and in our families. So it's easy to apply this product, and if you're using it once a day, you brush your teeth in the morning, you swab your nose, that, that takes maybe 30 seconds, and you go about your day. But what happens here is important. It will decrease your potential of infection, which absolutely means you don't become a shedder of the Delta variant or the, the next variant that's coming. And that helps keep everybody around you safe also, not just you. We've got Dr. Brian Huber with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast, Advanced Performance Technologies, with us today here on our big broadcast. So will a variant strain of coronavirus appear that this ointment will not be able to handle? Talk to us about this, doctor. No, no, sir. From the standpoint of, what we, of how we neutralize the virus, that means we kill it. But neutralization is how we talk about it in, this, in our world. But, uh, no, we don't see any of that because the new strains and mutations of the viruses are all about those spike proteins and other terminology I don't want to get into, but enzymes that help to attach to the skin and penetrate. We don't even get to that level. We destroy the virus as soon as it contacts this layer and it will never have a chance to even try to attach and get into the body. We're going to decrease as many of those viral particles as possible uh, so your body doesn't have to fight off infection. 
Fantastic, fantastic. Well, before we let you go, my friend, how do we get in touch with you on the web, social media, phone numbers? How do we get all this great stuff, yeah. my friend? Well, I thank you. I, I would say the best the best place to start, and there's an email for information on our website of the APT, T3X.com. That's the primary the primary point of, of information. Okay. Um, and, and that's where I'd like to cite everybody. I, I will, I will say one thing right now is that you may understand is that it's really hard to get the message out about a product that's over the counter and safe and effective. Um, you know, the powers that be are much greater than I and trying to put information on Facebook and Instagram, Google ads, things like that get blocked very quickly by, uh, you know, others, yes. <laughs> let's just say. Yes, yes. So I appreciate people like you that are allowing us to have a discussion because that's what it needs to happen is just people need to create awareness, and that's what I'm trying to do. So I really appreciate your time to allow me to, to provide information. Well, definitely. Well, 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 Dr. Brian, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our big broadcast, chatting with us, and uh, giving us some details on this uh, incredible product. And uh, you, you you mentioned uh, the website earlier. Mention that one more time so people can go uh, take advantage of this whole thing, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. The website, I'll say it very slowly, too, A-P-T-T-3-X.com. A-P-T-T-3-X.com. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, right. uh I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us, and uh, we will be in touch. Thank you, sir. All right. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. There he goes. Dr. Huber, and we are going to take a time out when we come back. We have got more here on our Welcome back to the world-famous Big Broadcast. We are live, coast-to-coast. Pulling a boulder on iHeartRadio today and also amfm247.com. We go to the great Sandra Lee. She joins us today here on our big program. And um, Sandra, I I have been patiently waiting till today to get your take on this President Trump take the vaccine comment that he made over the weekend, what do you think is going on there? With the vaccine? Well, with with well, Trump you know, James, suggesting it. I've, I've taken the vaccine. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. But my stand on it is we are a free country. And there are many people who don't want to take these vaccines vaccines. The truth of the matter is they do seem effective at the moment, 
But there's a lot of science yet to be revealed over the next number of years. And I understand that some people are quite hesitant and they don't want to take the vaccine. So my stand on the vaccine is take it if you want to and don't take it if you don't. I don't think we have to take away people's freedoms and keep them from working if they don't want to take the vaccine. It's a free country. Yes. And, and I do worry that we're overreacting to the new variants now because, um, yes, people are getting sick, but not as sick as they did with the first run of COVID. And I think we're all overreacting and making the COVID problem worse than what we think is the solution to the COVID problem. We need to calm down, not not close our societies around the world, keep mm-hmm. working, keep going to school, and stop overreacting to this. And I don't know how much of this is propaganda and how much of this is China. Let me tell you something. People around the world are very, very confused. They don't know who to believe anymore. They feel suppressed. They're starting to take to the streets. They don't want to be told what to do every second of the day. They don't want this level of control. It is not healthy. So that's my stand, and I'm sticking to it. And of course, you know, I wrote <laughs> this wonderful Dear Donald Letters from a Loving Deplorable. I love Donald, and we need him back. And then my second book, Dear Donald, A Rainbow in a Winter Sky. Well, actually, that's my third book. The second book was Dear Donald, Four More Years. We need 10 more years of Dear Donald. He was great. But I'll tell you one thing. He uncovered what was really going on with China. We didn't know. We had no idea how Biden and gang had sold out to China. We really didn't know. Some people knew, but a lot of us didn't know. And do you know what it caused? This whole COVID insanity. You think China didn't steal our election? You think they didn't want to get Trump out of there because Trump inadvertently blew the lid off of China? And what an evil plot they have to overtake the free world. And how much Biden has sold out to China is utterly terrifying. Now, listen, this COVID pandemic may worsen to some degree, but these vaccine mandates tear people apart. We are a free country, and we have to stop forcing folks to do things they don't want to do. And we certainly should not be insisting that people have vaccines or they can't get a job. That's not fair. And we need to be more respectful of things like Regeneron, like DeSantis in Florida found this. And this is nothing new. Regeneron, we've known about forever. But, but you think Fauci wants us to use Regeneron when he's getting filthy rich on all of these vaccines. A lot of this vaccine stuff is bad people getting big money. And I don't totally trust it, even though at my age, I thought it wise to get the vaccine. And I did. But I still have a lot of concerns. Australia, blacks, Hispanics, all kinds of countries around the world are 
they're starting to wonder. A lot of people, they're feeling forced. And the blacks and Hispanics, some of them don't want to take this vaccine. People are so confused. They don't know whether they do or whether they don't. So I think we have to lighten up a bit and let them make a choice. But on top of all of that, we have Afghanistan. Well, let's talk about the vaccine all day long so that nobody pays attention to what's really going on in Afghanistan. You want to know what the real disease is? It's what's going on in Afghanistan. And the way Biden is exiting or not exiting from Afghanistan, the way he's caved to China, to the Taliban, Taliban, to all the bad guys. Americans are beaten in Afghanistan. Good Americans can't get out of the country. That first plane was filled with men. Where are the women? Where are the children? Now they say that, oh, well, we're doing a beautiful job. Everybody's getting out. No, they're not. A lot of people are being beaten. A lot of people can't get out. A lot of people will never get out. There are nations around the world, Italy, the U.K., France, Germany, who are trying to say, for God's sake, we've got to get people out of Afghanistan. And Biden blew it. All of our equipment is there. All of the guns are there. It's a terrible nightmare. Billions, hundreds of billions of millions of dollars of planes and equipment and, and all kinds of data being left in Afghanistan for the enemy to confiscate. Biden's doing a terrible job. I think we need to get rid of him. I think we need to get rid of Camilla Harris. This is a very, very volatile situation. I'm very, very unhappy about it. But I am fighting for Trump to return. All these rallies that he's having with 40, 50, 60,000 people, you think I'm the only one who feels this way? This is not going to be easy. We don't have an easy path ahead. It's going to be a little difficult, but it's not impossible. And with the right people, we will win. And we need to get our country back and get these bad guys out of the United States of the of power. And I'm telling you, they're bad. I'm telling you, they're very, very bad. America is waking up. They don't want their children in schools studying critical race theory. You know how many people I know who are starting their own co-ops, starting their own private school situations? They're not putting up with this anymore. They will not be brainwashed in this way in schools. It's insidious. The teachers' unions have become untrustworthy. I'm not blaming teachers. I was a teacher. I am yep, a teacher. Yep. I think teachers are wonderful. But these, these teachers' unions are corrupt, and I don't trust them anymore. And neither should you. And we need to get to those PTA meetings and stand up for our rights. We are a free country. And so I've got to finish this third book, James, because I have to believe that Trump is going to come back and he's going to be a rainbow in this winter sky because it's feeling awfully cold to me right now, even though we're in the hottest month of the year. Fantastic. It's Sandra Lee. She's with us today here in a broadcast coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. So, Sandra, how do we get your books? Please, please go to Barnes & Noble and get some positivity into 
your consciousness, not only about Trump, but about our future in this beautiful country and, and optimism. There's a lot of optimism and spirituality in the book, spirituality that, frankly, I wasn't expecting. It was like it came from God. So I do have a great deal of faith in our future, and I want your listeners to have faith, too. This is a dark time, but don't lose heart because good things are coming. Good things are coming, I guarantee it. And it's great to be with you again, James. You have a wonderful week. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. I will talk to you next week, my friend. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Fantastic. There she goes. That is Sandra Lee. The great Sandra Lee, and we are going to take a time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up. It is the big broadcast. At USAA, we've been called too exclusive. Writing's not that easy, but Grammarly can help. In the future, we will tell you about it. But...